Alright l folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks,、uh, it is Tuesday. Glad to be here. It's a, Tuesday, May 2nd. The year is zooming past. Of course, the older you get, the faster it goes. But we're glad to be here. There are a lot who have not made, it,、uh, made the cut. They got called home. You got to go, got to go. And、uh, when that summons comes, you can't, you can't cancel it. And of course, here in Jackson, you know, you can get your number sped up here in Jackson. Folks, look, I'd love to come to you with some good news. But, baby. Every day you're reminded. These folks just can't cut, they can't cut the mustard. Real talk. I mean, occasionally you will run across a non functioning, non working traffic signal. I mean, it happens in life, you know? But Jackson has a pandemic. Not an epidemic, a pandemic. All of, I mean, Folks, you don't notice, a, you have not noticed the pattern. Things that you never had to even think about, you know, just never crossed your mind, now is, is at the forefront. Traffic signals. Blinking, red, blink, blinking traffic signals everywhere you go now. All over North Jackson. And what gets me? You don't see anybody working on them. We're into our second full work day and the lights still. I mean, man, I'm telling you, boy, you guys are killing the black, the black leadership brand. That brand ain't worth a crap. I'll be honest with you. I told y'all jokingly years ago that I didn't want to go to an all black heaven. I don't even want to go to one where there's a whole lot of us. Kim, what's a whole lot? More than me. There's a crowd at that point. Uh uh. Y'all, seriously though, come on, y'all. What a brother got to do. What are y'all doing down here at the city of Jackson? And then the mayor holding this press conference. Lord Jesus. Whoo. Lord Jesus. Mm. They got to be giving out some points when you get to them pearly gates. If your record's a little sketchy like mine is, you know, you got to be saying, look, man, Lord, Pete, come on. This is Kim, man. Look. I did 50 years in Jackson, Mississippi. You got to be a greater brother on a curve or something, you know? I mean, we were drinking dookie water, streets all messed up, no traffic signals. Man, you, talk, you talking about, we ain't got to go back to Africa. We, we got Africa right here. Even the Africans come over here and look down on Jacksonians. Man, y'all, boy, y'all living foul over here. We need to send some missionaries into Jackson to save you peoples. Something's going to have to be dead about this here situation, man. Traffic lights. I mean, stuff you didn't have to worry about. Man, y'all can say what you want. There's a qualitative difference between 
black leadership and white leadership. You can get mad at me, fall down on the ground and kick ball and squall, call me Uncle Tom or whatever. You know. You know. I told you yesterday、uh, a friend of mine sent me a text saying, because she's all involved with this greater Jackson trying to. Pick a new leader, somebody to run for mayor, and you know, vet the candidates and all that. And、uh, she posed the question What about Kim Wade? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Well, she said she had to pull her pistol to get up out of there. No. But here's the deal, folks. Ain't nobody else got an answer. Oh, they're going to make you feel good about them. They're going to tell you about how they got all this compassion for the Look, the poor is not going to be my priority. I'm telling you that now. If you broke, broke down, broken spirit, hoss, you better be happy with the progress we're making and make that make you happy. But as far as me coming over there tending to your boo boos, that ain't going to happen, homie. That's not my ministry. Mm mm. You got plenty of folks working on y'all. In fact, I think that's the problem. You got everybody working on y'all, and ain't nothing getting better. My suggestion is that. That ministry they have, it may not be from Christ. It may be a good ministry, but it's not of God. But I'm just, that's just my observation. I could be wrong, you know? But here's the deal. Who we got? Okay. Here, here's the deal 15 years ago, we weren't complaining about potholes so much. I mean, the. We were spending a million dollars a year on pothole repair, just enough to kind of maintain and keep it from collapsing. Hoss, these community streets have collapsed. And, and to the、uh, couple that made a comment to my friend about, well, it's complicated when it, you know, as to why they couldn't, it's because I'm conservative. And I'm ride or die Trump. Fine. I ain't changing. Oh, I'm going to change to go with you who voted for Chokeway the last time. Uh huh. And then you voting for policies and procedures that haven't worked anywhere in the country. So, what I need to do is change what I stand for and what I believe in to accommodate you and what you believe in that ain't never worked. And then you're going to come and do, vote the same thing like it's never been tried before. Hoss, I'm telling you, look, I'm not your Huckleberry. I'm not your candidate. I'm not even trying to get your vote because you're the reason why this city's in the position that it's in. Because you are so ate up with your own self. Well, Kim, you think you're good enough to be mayor? Hoss, I, look, I'm telling you, I do not want that job. But I know that I have, at these 67 years of living, I got what it would take for this moment in Jackson history, history rather, to break all this crap up the door and put back in place some controls where we can have city services delivered on a regular basis at cost. The candidates that you guys are looking at out there, ain't none of them telling you how they're going to grow the pie to fund all these pipe dreams. All they're just telling you is about, first of all, what they're going to do is restate the problem. Two, they're going to tell you how passionate they are about solving the problem. And three, they're going to tell you, I don't have an answer for the problem. You know what the answer is? The answer is money. If you ain't got no money, all that other crap don't make, any, don't make sense. And then you're going you're gonna to have to have a collaborative and cooperative agreement and working relationship with the city council. Right now, when traffic lights being out, when you see Kenny Stokes in the store, when you see Angela Lee and, and Grizzle and all the rest of them in the store, they can't do nothing because the mayor won't let you talk. 
the mayor won't allow them to talk to the department heads. They can't even get an update. But you see what I'll be saying about black leadership, particularly black middle class leadership, like Chokeway represents? They don't give a damn about anybody. They ain't interested in work. Folks, I want you to listen to what I'm saying right now. Listen, listen, this is important. Every one of these black officials look at their positions that they hold as if it's theirs to bargain and trade for and make as much money off of it as they can. If they do something nice, it's incidental to their hustle. And here's the deal. You and I and most of the taxpayers really don't begrudge them from getting their hustle on. All we saying is, dude, every now and then, do your damn job. And they telling us, hey, man, I ain't got to address you. I ain't, got to, I ain't got to deal with you. Aren't you tired of that? And then they let you, they give you that dog whistle. Racism. White people. Republicans. Donald Trump. Kim Wade. And then you lose your damn mind and then go home. You have to park at the Kroger or the shopping center down the street from your house because you can't even get on your street. The street's so bad. Baby, when your street is that bad, you can't patch that. That street's got to be tore all the way up and redone. And guess what? Those candidates that you're so fond of who make you feel good about your blackness, being poor, being a community of, uh, what they call it? Um, what they call it? Community of some some old social socialist term they use, community of color, disadvantaged community, all that kind of crap. Yeah, they tell you all that stuff. They don't fix nothing. I was down there on a uh, off of um, Suncrest, bro. Come on, these nice houses down there. People deserve better streets, but. Just because they deserve better streets if they don't vote better. If they're so busy trying to nurse their hatred, their, their, their dislike, their prejudices, while calling everybody else racist. Oh, on one hand, I think we can solve this problem. But on the other hand, my thing is, wait, if this is what you want, man, ain't nobody going to beg you to have a better life. But I know there are a lot of people out there who are just apolitical. They don't care about politics one, one, one way or the other. They just want city services delivered. But you got these angry black Negroes like the NAACP in, in, in federal court right now preventing us from getting some judges in here because they want two judges that they can control. They said the same thing about Jackson Public Schools. They got a majority on the board now who are NAACP related and they ain't making no changes down there that we can see. We still pumping out juvenile delinquents like 90 going north. These people full of crap, man. Derek, Benny, chalk lines, and all those lawyers who are going into federal court to throw sand in the in the gears of the Mississippi legislature as they try to address the problems of crime in Jackson and the backlog that black politicians, the same black lawyers, ignored until they could make a payday. No, this is some crap. I'm just going to tell you now. I'm tired of it just damn tired of it what we're gonna do we're gonna take sylvia we're gonna take a break then i'm gonna play about seven minutes of jason whitlock he he's talking about the Deion sanders comments on the nfl draft but he touches on some things that i just went over 
And I'm just telling you now, to, to, there's going to be a, uh, 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 a split in the black community between these black middle class blacks who are ruining everything, taking every damn thing for themselves, and, are not, and they're not making our community better. This is from the preachers to the politicians. This is some crap. This is straight up crap. So let's take Sylvia and then we'll take a break. Sylvia. Yes. Hello. Hey. How you doing? I know all is well. I just want you to tell you there are a thousand and three doggone lights that have those doggone blinking things. And then if you're lucky, they'll have a stop sign at the bottom where you can't see it in the first place, but you will get to it. And then uh, you have to stop and you have to wait for people who don't know how to drive. Lord God, they don't know how to drive. You're supposed to let the person to the right of you go first. But if you arrive at the same time, they don't know how to drive. And I wish they fixed these thousand and three uh, lights. And not only that, these roads, the area you're talking about, hair and um, what is that thing, Eminence Row, all in that area. It's a shame before God. No, I don't want black leadership either, because this is not what Dr. Martin Luther King expected out of these black folks. And we should have probably stayed with segregation because our black folks were excellent at their jobs. And you talk about those juvenile delinquents. Most of them cannot read. And that's the problem. And JPS doesn't care at all. If they cared, they wouldn't be a failing school district. And I'm done. You have a good evening. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you, Sylvia. Folks, we just got word. City of Jackson is reporting they've run out of stop signs. Oh, my God. Let's take a break. Lord Jesus, please come back. Jesus! We'll be right back. All right, folks. Hey, right, we're going to let you hear. This is Jason Whitlock. Before we get there, I want to remind you, uh, the call-in number, sponsored by Complete Exteriors, Roofing and gutters. That's right. Complete exteriors. MS.com is their web presence. There you can uh, request them to come out and give you an estimate, your first, second, or third estimate that you need for your insurance company purposes for the repair and replacement of your roof or outside exterior portion of your home. That's complete exteriors. MS.com. Also, I want to remind you State Farm Agent Extraordinaire and my friend, also Ridgeland Businessman of the Year, John Dorsey. John Dorsey, State Farm Agent up there on Highway 51. In Ridgeland, right next to the McDonald's, he can give you a quote on homeowners, renters, and auto insurance. Just give him a call, 601-790-2600, 601-790-2600. With no further ado, now, now let me set this up. He's talking about Deion Sanders' comments about the number of blacks from HBCU schools that were drafted. And Jason, I mean, you got to hear the whole clip. It's about 24 minutes, but we're going to play the first seven minutes there about of it. But he makes a lot of good points. A lot of us touching on what I'm just saying. Black folks, seriously, people starting to realize we're just full of crap. We don't intend to make anything right, anything better. We're just hustling everybody we can with the black car. And I'm telling you folks out there, ignore it. Go ahead, Mr. Boytlock. Is ashamed of the 31 NFL teams that did not draft a player from a historically black college or university. The all-time great football player expressed his contempt via social media, tweeting... So proud of you, Isaiah Bolden. You deserve to be drafted much higher, but I'm truly proud of you. I know how much you want this. I'm ashamed of the 31 other NFL teams that couldn't find draft value in all, A-L-L, capitalized, of the talented HBCU players, and we had three more draft-worthy players at JSU. 
Mm. So that's Deion Sanders whining about Isaiah Bolden on probably one of the happiest days of Isaiah Bolden's life. He gets drafted into the NFL. The guy rode the bench at Florida State, came to Jackson State, started 11 games, uh, and gets drafted in the National Football League. Guy has a very brief resume in the college, but managed to get drafted. He's long. He's six foot three. Runs fast. He got drafted, but he's got a limited resume. He's got 11 starts in the HBCU. Rode to bench at Florida State before that. It's a great day for him. But Dion, of course, is there to make him a victim, and he should have gotten drafted higher. Uh, the New England Patriots selected Isaiah Bolden, a cornerback, in the seventh round of this weekend's draft. He was the lone player pick from an HBCU. Sanders coached at Jackson State for two years before bolting to Colorado this offseason. In recent years, corporate sports media has run with the narrative that NFL teams are unfairly avoiding selecting HBCU players, insinuating that racial bias is at the root of franchises choosing players from predominantly white schools. Hmm. Let's think about that for a moment. Doesn't that raise a question in your mind? An obvious question, perhaps. What's at the root of Sanders choosing a white university over Jackson State? Hmm. Let's marinate on that. Is Deion Sanders racist? Is he ashamed of himself? I need a little thought bubble popping out of my head right now. I'm trying to... Figure out, is Dion racist? Is he ashamed of himself? He went from Jackson State to a white university. Hmm, imagine that. I'm ashamed of the unapologetic shallowness and cowardice of jocks, ex-jocks, and jock sniffers. (laughs) American sports had long been a safe space for masculinity. Now, they're a haven for victimhood and illogical whining. Real men in sports now live in the closet. Afraid of the social media and financial backlash for speaking the truth, men avoid spewing common sense the way my father's generation evaded wannabe women holstering a bat and balls. Can American men's sports remain popular when the participants are this dislikable? This devoid of morality, courage, and honesty. This filled with feminine energy and racial idolatry. Hey, Dion, and everybody else out there, the first 10 picks of the draft were black players. Three of the first four picks were black quarterbacks. An hour into the draft, my mother who watches all sports. She's a bigger sports fan than I am. She texted me. These are her exact words. It has been a black show so far. That's all she texted me. She wasn't just referring to the first 10 selections. The draft looked like the BET Image Awards. Loud, flamboyant suits, gaudy jewelry layered around necks, wrists, and ears. Baby mamas celebrating their male lottery tickets cashing in. Overweight women in ill-fitting dresses. Enough hair weave to draw the ire of PETA. (laughs) The NFL draft might as well have been the Met Gala or a Paris fashion show. It's been stripped of all masculinity and authenticity. 
Next year, Mel Kuyper will be asked to wear a, his hair in a bun. I turned it off after an hour. Over the weekend, I checked Twitter every couple of hours to find out who the Chiefs picked and to see if anyone drafted Warren Central High School product Julius Brents and Ball State corner Nick Jones. To my pleasant surprise, my hometown Colts nabbed Brents in round two, and my favorite team, the Chiefs, took Jones in the seventh round. I used to absolutely love the NFL draft. Now I can't stomach watching it. It's just another event in the racial victimhood Olympics. Deion Sanders took the gold medal this year. The super wealthy black man who abandoned HBCUs after two years can't understand why the NFL shops for talent outside the Chitlin circuit. Really? The NFL used to routinely draft players from black colleges before all the best black players start attending white schools. In 1968, according to Wikipedia, the NFL selected 11 players from Jackson State. In 1975, five Tigers were selected, including running back Walter Payton, yes, that Walter Payton, sweetness, and linebacker Robert Brazil. Payton and Brazil both are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Here's another little oddity. Peyton's running back mate, I think his last name was Young, Ricky Young, I think was his name. He got drafted two and played nine years in the NFL. This is all off the same 1975 team. So let me put another thought bubble into the air. Let me ask Deion Sanders and all the other racial idolaters. Is the 2023 NFL more racist than the 1975 NFL. Take a moment. Take a moment and think about that. Is the 2023 NFL draft more racist than the 1975? Have we actually gone backwards? All the highest paid players in the NFL are virtually all black. All the top paid quarterbacks, all black. First 10 picks in this year's draft, all black. But oh my God, only one player from an HBCU got drafted. That's racism. That's the stretch, folks. Black folks, listen to me what I'm telling you. We're overplaying our hand. What Derek is doing, what Chalk Lines is doing, what you're doing, what I'm doing, I'm telling you, you got, and this has been my point for years and years and years. You got, all these people I know here in Mississippi who are willing to help, more than willing to work with you to so- solve the problems. It was evidence with the water situation. Whether or not take reads like you, like black folks, like chalk lines, like me or not, he did step in and put in place that which was needed to get the system stabilized. We can't recognize that for what it is. But we want to marinate in our own racism. I told you last week I had mentioned, I told a person that they were a racist. Oh, they ain't spoke to me since. But they don't, they don't hear themselves. When you go someplace and they mistake you for a worker there, oh, oh what, what they think, I can't afford to be up in here? No, they just mis- thought you were a worker. I've done that at Walmart. I saw a guy with a blue... Uh, shirt on 
No, it was Best Buy. Best Buy or Walmart, one of them. And he was staring at the case and making, doing things and doing stuff on his phone. I said, hey, man, can you help me? He said, oh, man, no,、nah, bro, I don't work here. He didn't get offended. Oh, you just said that to me because I'm black. Black folks, when you say stuff like that, where's your head? And the fact that we won't address this in the Donna Lads of the world, the mainstream media, the Joy Reads, they allow you to go forward with this BS. I keep trying to tell y'all, listen to what I'm telling you now. There's no other group of people or race of people on this planet who gives a crap about black Americans and what we went through than the white people are here in this country. So after you get done pissing them off, after you get done demonstrating that no matter what is done, you're not going to do well or be a good steward of whatever resources come into your possession to try to right the wrong. And nobody has an obligation to keep fooling with us while we're doing this stuff. Stop it and stop doing it in my damn name, Derek Johnson. Our community, you, you riding right now out there on the streets of Jackson. The streets are towed up. Ain't no money to fix them. And then w e talking all this trash, telling everybody else in the state how they need to help the capital city. And then the capital city t e l l you to go pound sand. You trying to take us over. Why don't you take over the responsibility of running your damn life? Your own life, man. I'm just I'm saying, we can't have it both ways. The world ain't built like this. I'm appealing to those people, black or white, who are willing to tell the Derek Johnsons of the world to go pound damn sand. We're sick of this race crap. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday, and we're coming to you, folks, from the Jackson, Mississippi area. Jackson, Mississippi, the home of the、uh, Mayor Chalk Lines Lumumba, who breaks every, I mean, things that you think you don't even have to think about, baby. You know, air. If we look, if we went through the water and the sewer, air's got to be next. He's going to do something where the air in Jackson can't be even. <sighs> folks, with no further ado, let's go to Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Hey. What's up? Yeah, I remember talking about you about what Dion leaving that、uh, <laughs> Jackson State.、Uh, you know, saying, okay, dude, you're the one making this about blackity black, black, black. <laughs> and then you go up and leave. <laughs> but okay, that's,、uh, okay, I guess that's how the world works. But don't talk about blackness then. <laughs> yeah. Like Jason Whitlock said, he, he acts like, Dion acts like the NFL from these majority white schools would draft a majority white player. <laughs>、right. No, they weren't. So, but in majority white schools, they would draft a majority black player. And because they didn't come from the right schools, Then, man, the FL shouldn't be drafting them. What, what, dude? What are you talking about? Well, and, and, and as、uh, Jason was pointed out, prior to everybody getting,、uh, migrating over to the Alabamas and the LSUs and all that,、uh, they were、uh, historically HBCUs were delivering folks to the NFL every year. You know, I mean, it's the marketplace. I mean, you know, opportunities open up, people like he、uh, take advantage of them. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> so it's okay for you to go to a. White school, but not the black kids to go to a white school. What do you want? It's another thing, like you said, getting black folks pointing, but looking at nonsense. Looking at a, creating a problem when there isn't one.、It's, I mean, it's just like you said, it's sickening. It's just downright sickening. Or, and Jason Whitlock pointed out, 
It's sickening in this ridiculous uh, attitude of being victims all the freaking time. You just you get so disgusted with it. Yeah, it is. I mean, the thing about it, we've reached the point of diminishing returns on this effort. Yeah, okay, it brought in some gains 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. But right now, all we're doing, because you got people complaining about racism that doesn't exist. It's just a matter of people don't approve of their boorish, bad behavior. Exactly. It just, it's just constantly, look at the squirrel. Look at the racism squirrel over there, black folks. And it's creating a problem out of nothing. Because there isn't enough real racism, he, they just have to invent the crap. Uh, so, he'll feel, so he won't feel so guilty about leaving the black school to go to the white school. You just, so you got to, like, uh, like you said, with Colin Kaepernick, you're overcompensating for the fact that you're half white. So you got to be so anti, got to be so anti-white <laughs> to compensate back. You know, dude, you're half white, uh, but, and it's just, I mean, it's just downright, it's sickening. And the NFL has done plenty to uh, to, to integrate their to, uh, integrate the NFL. And they don't need to do anymore. Right. And this nonsense, yeah. there shouldn't even be anything called a black college. It shouldn't be. It's, it's ridiculous anyway. They act yeah, like it's still 1943 instead of 2023. Right. When you really didn't need black college. Shouldn't, colleges shouldn't consider themselves black, white, or anything else in 2023. But a white college can't call themselves a white college. A majority, predominantly white college, can call themselves a white college, though, can they? Well, the bottom line is we, we, we are playing ourselves. This behavior that we're engaged in is not cute. It's not smart. It's not forward thinking. It's not of God. It's going to lead to ruination. Our community is collapsing right before our eyes. And we got everybody. I ain't going to say everybody. We got all these folks running around here who are in elected positions and other positions, basically just raining down negativity. Their, their message to the black community is toxic. It is toxic. It's cancer. I'm totally toxic. It is killing us, and not just us, but the entire country. Yep. This wokeism, this leftism, is a poison which, by design, they destroy the country. It's not making, not elevating anybody. It's just pulling the country down, chasing over nonsense. You know, like you said, uh, it's a small thing what 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 Dion said, but it's just a symptom of a larger problem. This victim mentality when there's no need to have a victim mentality. Instead of, that's why I despise that song, We Shall Overcome. It was fine during the time when Martin Luther King was singing it. But I say, okay, folks, uh, what more do you need to overcome? When do you overcome? Right. You, you, we never can feel like we've overcome. I feel like I've overcome. I don't sing it. I have overcome. That's so right. I don't need to sing that song anymore. That's right. That song just, means nothing to me. Just live it. Just live. And, you know, the biggest thing that's going to that's gonna be the dagger in the hearts of the black community is our ingratitude. I mean, that really? is, that's the worst quality a human being can have, and we have it in spades, and our spiritual leadership are encouraging it through either silence or actual uh, 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 verbalizing from the pulpit. Oh, you got a right to be. You got, you got righteous anger. No, bro. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, our kids are being destroyed mentally. And, and uh, you know what? Even the houses that I saw that are, I mean, that are just, just falling off the foundations, we can't say we didn't have housing. We just didn't have the pride that goes along with maintaining the little bit. Even really? when our parents and Absolutely. grandparents grew up in those little shotgun shacks, they still kept the yard swept, even if it didn't have no grass in it. Now we don't have any pride. All we have is gripes. My grandmother, man, made us rake the dirt. 
She wanted to see. We had no grass. We had to rake the dirt. And she, cause she liked seeing that 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 great mark in the dirt. <laughs> so that's what we did. It made our yard look good. And that's what we did. That's, that's how much pride she had. I don't care. I don't care. Like I'm a grass. You rake that dirt. You get all that. <laughs> you do, look, she told you to do it until she's happy. That's how it works. Until she's happy. <laughs> I, had to, we had to, I had to rake marks in the dirt. But then she was going to have, and then we didn't even own the house. But she was going to have pride in it. It's how she stayed in. Like you just hit the nails, slap that on the head. Uh, and the ingratitude. Oh, I mean, God hates it. There's scripture in the Bible how much God hates ingratitude. And I totally understand it. Mm-hmm. It drives you crazy. Mm-hmm. Well. Anyway, look, brother, we're up against a break, man. I do. Appreciate it. All right, we got Steve in here first before we go to the break. Hey, Steve. Anyway, yes. look, brother, we're up against a break, man. I do. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, Steve. Hey, Kim. How are you, buddy? All right. Look, Kim, uh, what what your opposition is going to, to, to uh, uh, try to sell is that the problems that Jackson faced are intractable. They are now. If they that's weren't, a good, that's a good word. It's, it's intractable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now let me break that down for you. Break it down, Steve. It's, it's intractable because the state won't give them enough money. Mm-hmm. It's intractable because uh, the, uh, Dale Dykes left everything in a mess. It's intractable because Trump, Trump came and didn't give them anything, but they didn't ask for anything. It goes on and on and on and on rabbit holes. As to why it's intractable. That's right. Now, I would if I if I were running for mayor, mm-hmm. I would not try to argue those rabbit holes. Right. Okay. I would just say, my opponent says they're intractable. I say they're solvable, and I can. Uh, so I'm I'm not going to argue with him. I'm just going to promise it. you to solve the problem. Well, that's exactly and that's what the I'm message doing. Message that us poor folks like me can get. That's exactly what I'm screaming, Steve. That's my message, brother. I appreciate don't, and, and, and don't don't get sucked down these rabbit holes. You're right. Just say they say this and that and the other, and I say it's the, at the foundation of it all. It's not intractable. Amen. And you know the thing about it, it's like it's like when you're driving along and you realize you got a flat. You pull over. You you slap the uh, uh, the the steering wheel. And after you get done doing all that crazy stuff, you get out and realize you still got to fix the tire. It ain't going to make a difference how you got there, what caused the flat, who's responsible, whatever. You still have to deal with the issue. And that's what we're going to do as mayor. We're going to just look. It may be all those people's fault. If they decide they don't want to do anything about it, it still falls on us to fix it. It's called being an well, adult. I, I think that's I think that's a message that that will bypass all the rhetoric. That you're going to get from all the various camps. Uh, there, are, there is a, a door number one, door number two, the box on Jay's trace. Everybody just say, "Yeah, well, that all well may be, but I can fix it." Well, we're on it, brother, because that's the message I'm going to look. And Steve, I'm going to deliver that message flat-footed, without stuttering, without looking down at my shoes. I'm going to look them dead in the eye and say what you just said. Amen. Brother. Well, let me say this: uh, uh, We'll financially support you. Well, brother, I appreciate. Oh yes, yes, you, you are, and you, and you can have you can have booths on the ground. You can you can go precinct by precinct if you want to. Well, actually, I'm just That's waiting. What you need to do? Actually, I'm just waiting on the uh, uh, some. Uh, actually, I got some magnets. I'm gonna be passing out. I'm going door to door. 
I'm going door to door as it relates to the real estate and also as it relates to the mayoral campaign. I figure, look, if I got to go door to door for the real estate, I might as well let them know I'm running for mayor, too. Well, uh, son, if you can kill two birds with one stone, more power to you. Hey, Amen. Look, I ain't. Right, later. All right, brother. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Number 879-0002. It's brought to you by Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters. Complete Exteriors MS.com is the web presence where you can go and schedule your own uh, uh, audit, if you will. They'll come out and give you an estimate on the cost of replacing your roof. You need your first estimate, your second, your third. Folks, they're there for you. Complete Exteriors MS.com. Also, folks, so tomorrow at the Grip and Grin there at Mama Hamels at 11, uh, our own Chris McDaniels will be there if you want to come out and have lunch with Chris. At the Grip and Grin, of course, you buy your own lunch now and enjoy the uh, politicking that goes on there at the Grip and Grin on Wednesday. What is the one that would be the first Wednesday of every month? Come on down, as they would say, and enjoy some good fellowship. Chris McDaniels will be in the house. Also, for those of you who have diabetes, uh, you know, my good friend, Dr. Sheila Spann, she has her clinic. Uh, it's the, you can go to the website, 411diabetes.net. Now, here's the deal. I'm using one of those glucose monitors now, okay? I've got it. It's on my arm. Uh, and for those of you who have diabetes and you've been trying to maintain your diet and you want to eat this one, here's what the monitor is going to do, what it's doing for me. It's letting me know what I can and can't eat. So I'll try something. For instance, I tried a, pay, a payday today. Now, you know that is you know a payday candy bar. So I'm going to look and see what my numbers are. If it spikes, okay, I know I definitely need to watch paydays, which I already knew because the dietitian already told us that. But here's the deal. Some things you can eat that won't affect your glucose numbers, and some things will. And that's what this monitor will allow you to do. So you could very well be getting back a lot of the things you might want to eat and enjoy without having to worry about your AC1 going off the charts. So that's why. And you can get all that information by going to 411diabetes.net. And the glucose monitor is free right now for those who get in and you can fill out the one page application there and she'll get with you. And I'm telling you, you can manage your diabetes. It can be and you can get back to eating and you might find out that you can eat cornbread, but you can't eat dinner rolls. Just never know. And that's what because you're getting real time readings with the uh, this um, glucose monitor. So, you don't. I still prick my finger anyway, just to have backup numbers to verify what I. Because the numbers, uh, she can she can see the numbers when they, you know, as they move up and down, yada, yada, yada. And I can see if I want to see them. I mean, it ain't that, I just look at when I check my numbers in the mornings and in the evenings. But for those of you who have had diabetes and you want to try to get your diet even tighter than what you have, the monitors are free right now. And you can believe it's going to cost down the road, but right now they're free. So uh, 411diabetes.net, check it out for yourself. I commend Dr. Span to you highly. When it comes to diabetes management, she's serious, passionate. She's been a healthcare professional, old 30, going on 35 years, I guess. And, uh, uh, you know, she's got the nurse's heart. So, if again, if you want someone who's going to really walk you through and stay with you during the process, 411diabetes.net. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And it is Tuesday. We're glad to be back here in the studios. This is your host, who is Radio Strongman. Who, by the way, I'd like to remind you, our hotline number is brought to you by Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutter. CompleteExteriorsMS.com is where you can go to schedule 
excuse me, if you need a second opinion,、uh, estimate on your home, third, first, whatever, they can do it. CompleteExteriorsMS.com. Check them out today. Also, folks, don't forget our good friends at Two Gun Tactical. The new location has come along quite fast, right over there, folks. They got the concrete poured, and things are looking up, looking good. We're ready to do some shooting over here in、uh, Ridgeland, Mississippi. And、uh, we just encourage you to keep following them on Facebook, twoguntactical.com. You ladies out there, Mother's Day is coming up. Ask your husband, say, baby, I, I'd really like to go to the gun range. I'd like to take some courses with Veronica. So we just encourage you to just go to twoguntactical.com, get your gift certificate, and do that. You can get gift certificate for mom, for Mother's Day, and for dad. We just encourage you to take advantage. Give them the gift of life, give them a weapon, an assault weapon. That's right. Get your firearm, though. You do need to own a weapon or a firearm, as whatever you, terminology you feel comfortable with. And Two Gun Tactical folks, they're training folks up. They're training ladies up to be gun handlers, be able to、uh, walk around with their gun and feel comfortable with your capabilities.、Uh, you saw the video. I、uh, think,、uh, well, I couldn't play it on the air. But this guy was coming out of、uh, his house, going into his work truck, and Two uh, uh, Democrat kids came up there, three, and、uh, leveled down on him, and he had to give it all up his truck and everything. Folks, look, our country's coming apart. And you need to take, you need to take a, a affirmative steps to protect you and your family. I heard a, a message I was listening to this morning, and the pastor was saying, We need、uh, apostles. No, what did he say? Apostles, not aggressors. I think that's what she said. And,、uh, and I could agree with that, but sometimes you got to get aggressive. You, sometimes, you, you can't just roll over with these people. And I'm telling to the black community, what we're doing is wrong, it's not working. You can sit up here and talk about all the people that you don't work with and won't, I ain't going to listen to all that. That's fine. What you're going to find is people just going to just withdraw and just say, look, these people cannot be helped. Jackson community cannot complain that it's not getting resources. There's ample evidence that we're not being good stewards. That doesn't create an obligation on everybody else to just keep, you know, raining money down on us while we're doing all this foolishness. It's disrespectful to them. And it's wrong on our part, and it's wrong on the rank and file black community to sit back and allow this to keep happening in our name. What Derek and them are doing, what the Black Caucus is doing, what Chalk Line is doing, is simply not right. It's not right in the eyes of God, it's not right in the eyes of the laws of this land. We don't have an inherent right to forever just be wasteful, trifling, with a. With a、uh, Bad attitude. We didn't always, it's only been in the last 20, 30 years we've gotten like this here. Because these are the sons of Jesse. And there's an old philosopher, and I don't even know who the name is. I guess just put it down as anonymous. He says, After five generations of you not socializing and raising and rearing your kids properly, that fifth generation is the beginning of savages, feral animals. And we think it's a game. It's not a game. Everybody else is playing for keeps. Our leadership is so crass and corrupt. And you know what the problem is with our leadership? And if we, if we really be honest, it's pride. They've gotten so far out there with this hustle that they're on, they've abandoned the Word of God. 
They've taken the shortcuts to prosperity, to the good life. Tithing and offerings wasn't getting it, it wasn't hitting it, it wasn't cutting it fast enough. And they found somebody, a George Soros or a party or government or whatever, who would give it to them right there on the spot. And now they're at a point they see our kids running amok. And you know what? As bad as these kids are, they are kids and they are our problem. We created it. Now, when they become adults, their own ledger and account kicks in. But as kids, that's on us. I had a friend I was leaving here last night was pointing out about the uh, cadet at the police academy who had.、Uh, Had died、uh, unexpectedly.、Uh, and we were texting back and forth, and he was saying that, you know, where he works at, which is a hospital,、uh, they brought a teenage black, young black teenager in there, who had been shot in between the eyes. And Kim and Jerry and Ronnie and Dwayne. And Socrates and chalk lines and everybody else who are publicly concerned about black people. We're going with our lives. I'm telling you guys, these are the best of the bad times, and these are bad times. When you ride through your neighborhood, you see all those burned out houses. Folks, there were people living in those houses, and every last one of them, no less than 20 years ago. And now every other house is abandoned? And those people have been absorbed into the Section 8 programs and the subsidized housing. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for people getting a leg. I ain't got that. not, that's not my point. My point is many of these divisions, subdivisions they're building up now, we're paying folks to come in and clean up and keep everything neat and clean. Now, in and of itself, that's not bad. But we need to deal with the fact that how come these people are grown blank people and they can't pick up behind themselves? Then we just got to move them to a new place? I, I am not for that kind of crap. Nope. And this is what I was talking about about the poverty of the spirit. How the message of chalk lines and Derrick and the Southern Poverty Law Center, the NAACP, the ACLU, it is killing our people. Rip Daniels said it best. If you give yourself a good excuse, you're going to take it. They are giving us good excuses and we're taking it to our own detriment. We're severing the next generation's connection to the future, bro. And here's the deal you can't even say anything to Jody Owens. You can't even say anything to Chalk Lines. You can't even say anything to the Black Caucus. Hey, man, could y'all,、uh, could y'all tighten up on your job? Could you? Could you address these problems over here? No, we got to come to them with our hat in our hand. But we'll bow up to a white person, any white person. And if it wasn't for white folks, as Kingfish pointed out, our kids would not be reading at grade level here in Mississippi, the ones who are able to because of the requirements put in by what y'all call evil white conservatives. But the blacks who love you. And the Democrat Party that fawn over you wasn't making any efforts to address kids not reading at grade level by third grade. And yet, you keep responding to that racial dog whistle 
every election cycle. And then all year long after that, you point your finger at everybody else about them being the problem when you just voted in some folks who are holding you back. And you know it. If you don't know it, you have every opportunity to. So if people of other communities start withholding their support from the black community, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't blame them. Put the onus on Benny Thompson to share. I can tell you now, that ain't going to happen. These people are making deals. Even the folks who are out there fighting for these two black judges, the blood judges is what I call them. They're asking the uh, Judge Wingate to give them a temporary restraining order against uh, uh, the appointment of these judges while we die in the streets. You see how much leisure time they got? Folks, these people are being paid. Remember when I went off and I've been riding Greg Harper all these years, Greg with two G's? I'm riding black folks the same way. Derek Johnson and them, Benny, these people are taking money for their work. And the work that they're doing is against the long-term interests of, our, of the black community. Folks, if you doubt what I'm saying, look around you. The street lights ain't working. Well, Kim, what they got to do anything? Well, tell me why. Tell me why they're not working. Why everything is not working. How come we don't have enough? Do, let me ask you something. Do you even see city workers out working anymore? I mean, I see them leave them over there from uh, 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 Avalon, was it Franklin Avalon, whatever that street they're on over there off Bowling. I see them leaving, going out in trucks. But what the, the only people who seem to be getting anything done are the ones who are unclogging the uh, 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 drains and stuff like that. But for the most part, you, you just don't see people out working. If you see them out throwing out asphalt, they just, just throw it out there in the hole and hope you run over and smash it down. Call right now. Matter of fact, call, what is it, 811 tomorrow and ask, is the pothole on my street, is it, is it on the list to be repaired? And uh, uh, what's the projected date? There is no list. We just flying by the seat of our pants. And you happy because, well, at least if we got to suffer like this, we suffering under black people. I'm telling you, folks, these people are nuts. They're nuts. They're trying to tell you that it's, oh, it's so unique to be black. Oh, my God. You people don't know how we got it. You, you just don't, you don't understand. No, I don't understand. No, Hoss, we need white folks in charge. Black folks have decided they are not going to deliver the services. They, they've made a conscious decision. And then not only have they made they're telling you now they ain't even going to talk to you. Now, they'll go on WNPR and buy time for any anytime they buy in time. They're buying time because they afraid the vote because the vote is what they're selling. The vote is in jeopardy. They won't come there and buy time to talk to you about how we can have better schools. How we can have better first, second and third graders. They, 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 okay, when's the, when the last time you heard them on there talking about that? When's the last time you heard Stephanie Foster on there? Sally Norwood on there. Whenever they're on there, they're always talking about what is the interest of the white Democrat Party. They ain't fixed nothing in the black community. What? You tell me when. Folks, they don't intend to. This is like that mother whose son then got somebody knocked up and the baby 
the baby mama over there complaining to his mama, well, you know, the mother knew that her child wasn't worth a crap at 10. She knew he wasn't going to be nothing. They need warning signs on these folks, man. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back in. It is Tuesday. And I want to remind you, folks, Tuesday is taco night at Railroad Pizza in downtown Florida, Mississippi. We encourage you to come on down and enjoy some of the finest、uh, pizzas and tacos and Uh, it's a sit down dining experience. So you can get a lot of what you want. If you got、uh, multiple people in your party, some want pizza, some want tacos, some want.、Uh, folks, the choices on the menu s e e m s to be unlimited. And as you know, Chef Meredith, she's an actual chef. I'm talking about with the, with the hat and the apron, the whole nine yards. She's been to culinary school. She's a good cook, good old country girl cooker, if you need that. But she can do the, you know, the extravagant stuff. You know, when they decorate the plate with the. Sauces and stuff. She does it all. Railroad Pizza in downtown Florida, Mississippi. Call ahead for your order, 601 879 And check them out on Facebook, Railroad Pizza Company on Facebook, and find out what the special of the day. Today it's tacos, tomorrow it's spaghetti, Thursday it's the special special. You can only find out what the special is on Thursday by going to their Facebook page. Check it out today. All right, folks. <coughs> Uh, a couple of things. Now, there's speculation out there that the, uh, uh, Michelle Obama is, is the、uh, candidate that they're going to switch Joe Biden out.、Uh, they're going to put Joe Biden on roller skates and roll him on a pallet there or on a gurney, one of the two. And uh, uh, Michelle is the girl.、Uh, I don't think Michelle, well, you know, here's the thing about these folks they don't really have to campaign anymore because they're still in the election. Oh, by the way, still, talking about still in the election. Uh, they were showing the evidence of、uh, the vote fraud there in Arizona. Folks, the signatures don't even, I mean, it, it's not even close. It's the same people signing the ballots.、Uh, but they don't, like I said before, all they have to do is get by 10 days. So now anybody can steal an election. It's just a matter, matter of fact, all you got to do is buy the election workers because that's where the stealing is going on at. Because you got all year to work on it. It's an electronic voting machine. So, whether you're Republican, Democrat, or Independent, you got enough money, just buy the election commission and they will sell out. That's what they found out there in, in Arizona. They were、uh, paying the, uh, uh, they were committing their fraud. They w a s getting the money to the people that they were bribing by transferring real estate and basically flipping the real estate. And you can see the, the property transfers down at the,、uh, at the well, they're equivalent of the Chancery Court、uh, there in Arizona. So the scam is clear what they're doing. But again, it's still up to us to fight.、Uh, it's just as I talk about、uh, black people, where we can articulate and identify in excruciating detail every wrong that was done to us in an incident, who did it, how they did it. And all that, and yet we can't figure out how to get around it. We, the door slap us on our butt every time we go through it. You know what I say to people like that? You get what you deserve. You get, look, a week, look, we got to clean the gene pool out. Be it, I don't care if it's black folks or white folks. If you can't measure up, you got to go. And this is the reason why 
I told you that one of the things that I cannot abide, I hate to hear a man, a grown man in, in particular, saying and whining about somebody not liking him. I just, I cannot get my, I'm sorry, I just can't get my head around a man saying that. You know they don't like us. Uh, when I was over at the uh, uh, WNPR a couple weeks ago, one of the legislators said, said that to me. Man, bro, I had to hold my mule. They don't like you. And here's somebody who's made money living a good life in retirement off white folks because the line of work that he was in, most of the people who were buying what he was selling were folks who had, you know, had a few dollars above breakfast. So I'm saying to myself, you know that's not true, man. But what we want people to do is to subsidize all this crap that doesn't work. And this is where I chastise guilt-ridden white folks because you keep indulging us with that BS. You need to say, no, man. Come up with a workable plan. Holler back at me. But the race hustlers will say, if you say that, that means you're racist. And this is why I keep saying to you, for those who want that, let me go down there. I promise you, I'll break this crap up. Black and white stuff. I'm, I'm not putting up with the crap. I'm not down there doing no Dale Carnegie crap trying to win friends and influence people. I'm not doing that. We're going to put controls in place. I got the one, the former, well, he's still head of the trustee. He's a tax attorney and a CPA. At our church, we had a fun, if the light, if the, if the lights went out, a light bulb went out, okay, go get the, uh, go get, go get another set of light bulbs and we're going to take it out of the light bulb for him. He had a fund for everything. For a small church and a black church, bruh, paperwork in order. Could go down to the bank on a moment's notice and be able to get whatever we need to get because our paperwork was in order. That's what we're going to get back at the city of Jackson. He retired now, too, so he's available. We're going to break this silly stuff up at the door, man. Black folks think they can get away with anything simply because they say, well, you know, it's a black thing. Uh-uh, I promise you. You're just another criminal as far as I'm concerned. And I know the Dep Justice Department is not going to prosecute you. It ain't fine. You just ain't going to steal nothing else while I'm down there. So I want you to oppose me. I want you to speak against me. I want you to get my name uh, said and spelled right when you say it. Because I'm like Bernie Mac. I ain't scared of y'all. Because what you're doing is wrong. All you're doing is taking care, taking advantage of people who trust you, who trust you. And you think, uh, well, you can't convince them that I'm doing them wrong. No, I can't. But I thought I could appeal to the, the, the righteousness that you claim to be a part of by your association with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I see that was a scam, too. No, I'm just telling you now. I look at you folks as the clan. I'm going to fight you just as hard we fought them. We don't owe you anything. I don't give a damn what they did to black people back 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years ago. We don't owe you anything. Now, if you want some assistance trying to get in the game, that's another thing. But we're not going to have you dictating. It's the same. I'm going to treat you the same way we're treating these bums. We don't owe you anything just because you decided you're going to Throw your life away and live in the streets. I hate it for you. 
There's this lady. You, many of y'all done seen her sitting around in the wheelchair with the one leg up, up north. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Folks, my brother said this a long time ago. What you and I call addiction, oh, you know, they're on, on drugs, they're on that alcohol, they're strung out, they, addic- they ain't addicted. They enjoy getting high. There's a difference. Because if they could stay high all the time, it wouldn't be a problem. What they don't like is the, scr- the struggle that has to go on in between the times they get high. Now, you know, you got one leg in America, the, the lady right down below us in our studio, she's selling legs down there, prostate, prostheses and things. They will give you a leg. You ain't got but one leg. Yo, you can get to work. They got men and women coming back from the war. Running around here on the on them blades. No, you just like getting high. You like being high every day. Somebody sent me a text during the break about the uh, traffic lights being out. They want to know why can't we recruit some of these friendly ass, excuse me, friendly bums out there waving at y'all at the same time at the intersection. Let them wave out there in direct traffic. We got some of the friendliest bums. I'm saying, dude, why are you so happy? Folks, you know, the truth of the matter is, back when we were Negroes, back when America was in its heyday, people couldn't get by what they're doing now. You got folks out there who are part of nonprofits out there just begging. And don't get me wrong, I ain't got no problem supporting nonprofits. But you would go. You would do yourself a lot better if you had something to exchange at the stoplight rather than just stand out there with a bucket. Give them a daisy, something, a piece of candy, something. Don't just ask for something. Well, we're in the nation. And the, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, "Do not." If you're standing out there selling newspaper, and somebody try to say, "No, I don't want the newspaper here. Here's a dollar," he said, "Don't take it." Because that's an imbalance in the relationship. If there is a relationship, don't take it. And see, when you out there taking things and don't give anything back, that's an Oh, no, no, no. I'm taking this money to help. The, okay. Well, why ain't we seeing no evidence of all this help? The poverty and everything continues to spread. Folks, all I'm just saying, I am of the mind, we just need to break it up at the door. There's going to be some crying and gnashing of teeth of people who say they can't do it. And what we're going to find out, we're going to find out who can get up and who can't get up. But we're allowing the, the, the crackheads and the criminals and the, and, the, and the trifling just to have their way with our city. All because they have less than what everybody else has. Well, they do less than everybody else. Life is like treading water, brother. You got to keep them legs and arms moving or you're going to drown. And you're taking advantage of people who want to help. And this is the problem with the citizens of uh, city of Jackson, rather not so much the citizen, but the city leadership is that they're ungrateful people. Remember when the governor and the, and the mayor was going back and forth and the, this was in the midst of the governor had sent folks in and they were in the process of fixing things. And people say, oh, I wish they would just quit squabbling and fix it. And, you know, we all get along and work together. Okay, once it got working again and the governor and the governor had got the thing working and the mayor started talking trash, 
thumping his chest. That's when the good black citizens of Jackson said, Mayor, you're wrong. This is when Dr. Young should have w e n t to the mayor and said, Mayor, you're wrong for doing this. Remember, Mayor, you represent all of You don't just represent you anymore. But see, we won't check one another. Because these hustlers are saying, oh, well, that's his turf over there. He don't bother me. I don't bother. Folks, they can't keep doing this in our name. This is not right. 601 Let's get Steve. Steve in here. Steve. 601 Let's get Steve. Steve in here. Hi, Steve. Hey, Kim. Yes, sir. How much do you think uh, could have been funneled towards Jackson and Hines County when President Trump visited to open the.、Uh, The library is downtown. And our people turned their nose up at him.、That's、How much money do you think? Well, and you know, that's where we are. That's a good question that you asked, but that's where we are. We have to decide if we're going to indulge our prejudices and our hatred and our whatever we want to call it, it, there's a cost. There's a dollar cost associated with it. So if we're going to be black and proud, you got to understand you might also be black and proud with no running water. Street signs and street lights and all that other stuff. There is, look, we got to decide what we're going to do. Are we going to be men and women and be respectful of everybody else in the community, or are we just going to keep screaming racism, racism, racism? Well, let me say this.、Uh, let me interrupt.、Uh, I can tell you it's not racism because Vicksburg welcomed President Trump with open arms. Their, their, their、uh, mayor. Was、uh, very supportive of the government,、uh, Senator Flags,、mm-hmm. and they got a, a multi million dollar port built. Yep. So don't say it's black. Right.、Uh, work with people who are willing to work with you. You know, and this, and this is the, what I see as a mayor of this city. Bro, we could make, I mean, we could light this city up. We could light this country. You got too many people who want to see it work. But you got a few blacks out there who say, no, you got to give me something off the top before, we, before I give you the permit. Nope, we ain't doing that foolishness. I promise. I, 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 let, me, let me say this. I have seen a very vibrant uh, black uh, entertainment community,、mm-hmm. but they've never been able to, to coalesce like Beale Street or、uh, there's several、uh, Printer's Alley. Mm hmm. But are, they are all over the place, and all they need is security. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that we're not allowing things to grow up organically. We've got too much government involvement, and the government can't make these businesses successful. You know, they could have all the good aspirational goals they want. Oh, yeah. It, you know, if I was mayor, Fair Street would not be, my,、uh, would not be the thrust of my concerns. Mill Street would be because it's a you got all that raw land over there. Let them build something new, and then after that gets to popping, Mill Street,、uh, Fair Street will fill in. But you're not, it's not going to work in reverse. This, that everybody loves history,、right. everybody loves historical buildings, and there are tons of historical buildings、mm-hmm. down Mill Street and the like. Great big old vaulted could support all k i n d of entertainment. And it, all they've got to do is su- provide security. 
Yeah, well, and, and see, the, the whole security. Oh, oh we got to take a break, Steve. I'm sorry. We're flat out over there. All、time. right, buddy. Bye. All right. All right, folks. We're back. And it is the final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show this Tuesday afternoon. I want to remind you to grip and grin. Tomorrow, Mama Hamels at 11 o'clock. Chris McDaniels will be there. And if you want to hear him, he'll be there at the.、Uh, Grip and Grin. So come and have lunch with the、uh, politicals of Madison County, and、uh, you'll be glad you did and meet some folks. And you know how it works over there first Wednesday at 11.、Uh, you'll have a good time. So come on down, as they would say. And it was seemed like there was something else to mention.、Uh, da, 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 uh, Mr. Brandon Festival this、uh, past Saturday. And、uh, The next festival that's coming up, I think it's going to be in June, Pearl's、uh, Festival. We're going to, I think we'll be debuting the sales of Sissy Sweets chocolate, pecan, chocolate chip pecan cookies. And、uh, we'll be letting you know more. She's fine tuning the recipe, she's、uh, testing it, and her dad is blowing up like a balloon because he's got to eat all those cookies she cooks and he has to test them. And he doesn't have to eat every last one of them, but he's. He's doing it. That's the kind of guy he is. And of course, I'm sure Bailey's adding his, his、uh, weight to the matter, him and his friends. But the bottom line is, we'll be letting you know more about that. We're going to try to do like a dance bake sale for a sissy, okay? And, uh, uh, so, but we'll let you know when the festival's going to take place. We'll keep you posted. <coughs> oh, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, we, uh, Marshawn Chrysler had a press conference that he's not dropping out of the race for, for the sheriff's office.、Uh, You know, innocent till proven guilty, yada, yada, yada. And uh, uh, so we'll see how that's going to go.、Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't buy any more signs, guys. Both of y'all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend no more money on signs. I think people are going to be pretty much set on what they're going to do on that, on that end. Now, you know,、uh, the various races here in Hines County. Uh, District 5 has, has、uh, collected a lot of、uh, folks. I think got about four or five people running. District 4, I think that's Vern Gavin's district. It has uh, uh, three or four folks running. And、uh, let's see, Cradell. Cradell's attracted a lot of,、uh, uh, you know, you folks running against Cradell, you need to just put on his signs, not Peggy. <laughs> This is not Peggy Calhoun, because he just put Calhoun up there and everybody. Uh, who are not, who don't follow politics regularly, just thinking, okay,、uh, I've always been voting for Calhoun, we'll vote again. But、uh, yeah, I would do that. Just, just let folks know this is not Peggy Calhoun, because Peggy was a different political animal.、Uh, Cradell is a,、uh, a different political animal in how he approaches politics. But the bottom line is, folks, we've, we've reached the summer of our discontent.、Uh, The black community is at a crossroads. I'm telling you. You know what? I don't have to keep reiterating the part. You guys know something's wrong. But I think、uh, we've gotten so into our flesh. We've gotten so far away from God. We don't even. We, our pride won't let us go back and do what's right anymore. And so we're going to stay here in our inordinacy and keep doing it until we're destroyed. And then you're trying to tell me you can't see Satan's fingerprints on that approach with all the seminary schools and degrees you got in theology? I, I just, like I said before, 
You guys get mad at the Christian Patriots and Rednecks and the Duck Dynasty crowd and the white Pentecostals and the white uh, uh, Evangelicals and all these other stuff. Folks, at the end of the day, you got to walk that walk. But what I'm seeing more and more, sadly, these people really love the Democrat Party. They just, Jesus is going to have a hard time breaking them up on that. I, I, well, I know Jesus doesn't have the sway with the people who call him Lord because they won't do it. If, it mean, if doing right means going against their friends and families, And fellow Democrat members, folks, you you know this, by the way, your your families have broken up as a result of Trump having been in office. You got the people who don't hate Trump and the people who do hate Trump and folks don't want to be bothered. I mean, as much as I dislike with the policies of Joe Biden, Barack Obama, I still realize, you know, at the end of the day. There's going to be somebody else who's going to come along. Oh, you you just worship Donald Trump. I don't worship Donald Trump. I just don't have a problem with anything Donald Trump had done. Well, what did he do for you? He didn't do anything to harm me. He wasn't waking up every morning trying to figure out how he can uh, 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 use the weight of our government to punish me if I don't acknowledge somebody being the proper pronoun. That wasn't his administration. But because you want stuff, you want actual physical stuff, You want the government to be your God to provide for you. When your tithes and offerings don't bring in the results that you want fast enough for the government to offer you a check, I'll take that. I'm just not cut from that cloth. Trying to high hat or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm willing to pay the price to oppose that kind of foolishness. Give me freedom. Give me my chance to get out there and scratch the earth. Make it or not make it. I don't want the guarantee of happiness and food and safety and comfort from people who I can't trust, from people who kill kill babies and people who repudiate the word of God at every turn. This is why I'm, I'm really of the mind now. I'm seeing as every day elapsed that I don't think many in the black church is going to make it because they feel so justified. They've been street poisoned by the Democrat Party that everything they do is golden and everything they do is right. And yet they'll be right up in church screaming and howling. Don't get me wrong. I ain't telling you not to go to church. I'm just saying, Hoss, there's got to be a connection between what you say and what you live in. And if you can't extend that grace and mercy and forgiveness to your white brother. And the thing about it, as I said, I notice black people, everybody getting along in Mississippi. We get along until Derek come down here with his rent-a-mob folks and his fellow NGO folks from these different organizations and foundations and march around our streets with their signs talking about how evil somebody else is and yet we can't talk about where the money went. Like Kenny Stokes said, where's the money to pay all these people who have provided services to the city of Jackson? There's no accountability. In blacks, we get smug and act, well, you can't make us dislike chalk lines. You can't make us make him do right. No, we can't, but we would think that you would have the common decency, courtesy. Because there have been many a men who've sat in that 
mayor office and sat in the、uh, Oval Office who've seen the power that they wield and could wield, but they had the decency not to use that power for evil. Certainly not to the extent that we're seeing it now, where all the morals of our society is being assaulted on a daily basis. And yet you can't get one sermon on that. Oh, you can get a sermon on how bad Trump was. I'm just telling you guys, at present trend and present trajectory, we're not going to make it. When you think about, you know, I was, what was I buying something the other day? And I'm saying, should I get more, get another gallon of this or whatever? And the bottom line is, folks, you don't understand when they get done breaking our system, the supply lines. All the stuff that you're just so used to. Oh, well, look, I don't need to get 40 cases of water. I'll just get a case of water. You won't be able to get any water. Just like with the stoplights. Were you thinking about stoplights being an issue in your life two, three weeks ago? That's the way the system is going to break. When it breaks, you can, it's, it's just broken. And we're begging you, we, we Christian patriots and rednecks and Trump supporters, begging you, please don't destroy our system. Please don't destroy it. Oh, you can't make me vote the way you want me to vote.、Uh, bro, we're just telling you to look at, look at the trends. And you're not phased by it. But you'll be the main one out there depending on those Christian white folks to come in with their trailers and their saws and their、uh, big kettles of food and feed you something. Because you sit up there and listen to Benny, and Benny's down in, San, he's down in the Dominican Republic. A Dominican Republic, rather, at his home down there, all away from what we're suffering from. And we try to take, but we, you felt like we were trying to get you to hate Benny. We're trying to get you to do what's right. No, Hoss, white folks ain't your, <laughs> ain't your enemy. But who your friends are are the ones you need to be concerned about. Just remember now, if Benny won't share something, When he's at the top of his game, you think he's going to share something when times get hard and he's afraid that he may not have any more? If he's not going to share with you when they're at the top of the prosperity, and then the folks who are trying to keep Jackson from going under, the, you, you calling them out their name? Let's take a break. All right, folks, the final few minutes of the Kim Wade show this, this hour. Folks, look, I'm just asking if there's anybody interested in, in saving our way of life. This is, this is really serious. I know other people, people have different levels of concerns. Some people don't see it as a problem at all. I understand that. But for those of us who do, it grieves our spirit to see this just, just wanton destruction of what is good. And you don't have anything to. Replace it with but your anger. And to my members of the black community, bro, there's too much hate, even amongst ourselves. We're at odds, we're at war over everything. That's a demonic spirit. And you pastors, there's a church on every corner, for God's sake. And you can't muster a phalanx of opposition against this evil. You got a common body of knowledge known as the scripture. What's wrong with this picture? Let's take a break. We're back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. Peace. <laughs> 